Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is Modern Identity and Access Management, How to Build Trust Without Sacrificing Security. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with David Duncan. He's Vice President of Product Marketing with CA Technologies. David, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate the opportunity to speak today. So to start with, talk about how the advent of our modern application economy has got to change how we traditionally approach identity and access management. Yeah, so if we look at this from a couple of different angles, Tom, let's start first from a user perspective. Users are mobile. Users are portable, both employees and consumers. We expect a similar digital experience in our individual or personal lives as we have in our corporate lives. So the traditional perimeters no longer exist. Users are operating on multiple devices where connectivity is expected and devices are becoming more, more and more commoditized. We have more and more connected things that we interact with. What it all boils down to is a user accessing applications throughout the course of their digital day or their digital week. So that's one of the most significant changes. And it's a profound change in that it makes us rethink all of the traditional ideas around how do we provision users, how do we give them access to applications, and really how do we proof the fact that the user is who he or she says they are when they're constantly portable, running on devices, using different devices on all sorts of different networks. So given that context, what would you say is the state of IAM as you see it today? Yeah, so I think IAM today is undergoing a significant revolution. We are using some of the same foundational approaches to identity and access management that we frankly did in, in the middle of the 1980s. We're still using usernames and passwords. We're still taking a, kind of a corporation or an organization inside out model where every user is asked to create unique credentials and attest to the veracity of their identity individually with each organization. So identity and access management is changing, and it's changing because today, given the mobility and the access that we have and the fact that most of our digital life is centered around applications, we're interacting with hundreds of different websites and applications in the course of our, a, a digital year. We can't possibly maintain usernames and passwords for all of those, and it's not scalable. Uh, the other key issue with that is, is that from an organizational perspective, they only understand trust based on an interaction with the user in that experience. And so as we look to see the changes in the landscape, the changes are really related to understanding a user's trust and the user trust with applications that they're accessing across multiple organizations and multiple applications. So there's a profound set of changes that are underway in identity and access management, which is really using real-time behavioral analytics, federated trust models, and maybe in the future, even blockchain technology help us further create these chains of trust and understand the user's typical digital interactions with applications throughout the course of their digital day. Well, let's look at this from a security leader's perspective. What would you say are the key identity and access management questions they need to answer? And where do you maybe see organizations veering off course? So I think the, the, the questions they need to ask, answer are in several areas. Number one of which is what type of access does a user need? And there's been a tendency to have a one-size-fits-all model relative to access. And so I think that there's traditional what we call mandatory access control, which is basic authentication. 
And so think of that as the keys to your house. And then there's a second level of control, which is for different types of users, we may want to have more restrictive access. Maybe you can walk into the house, but you can't go into the bathroom. You can't open the medicine cabinet. That's discretionary access control. And that technology has been around for about 15, 20 years now. And so we have had the capability to enforce that. That becomes especially important when we think about trusted insiders, privileged users, users that have privileges to do more than just the traditional, let's say, external customer or consumer might do. And so organizations want to understand that also because it is those trusted users and there's permissions that are under attack, both from external types of parties as well as from the occasional careless internal user. So when we think about that, it's the escalation of those privileges, it's the stealing of that identity that is the source of a lot of data breaches. When you compound that with the fact that organizations are storing more and more individual identifiable information about their customers and their consumers, and they're putting that information into their organization or into cloud stores, we have kind of this perfect storm of the more and more identity we keep on users and the more of that data we have, and the more that our privileged users are under attack, the more we have kind of the broken aspect of our traditional identity and access management model. So when we look to the future and we look at what we really want to have, we want to go to a future where actions speak louder than anything. We want to go to a future where organizations don't have to store as much information about each and every individual user. They may choose to, they may want to from the purposes of marketing, but we know with regulations that have been occurring that organizations are having to be much more careful and thoughtful about the type of information they're storing about their external users. So those things are all changing this entire model of how we need to kind of approach identity. And the other reason why we need to change identity is this typically in the traditional models, identity has been kind of the domain of corporate IT. We've had identity and access management professionals whose job it is to actually retain, maintain, provision, onboard, and manage users. In the new world, it's going to be users and apps, and we're going to see developers actually embedding identity and access management via SDKs, individual apps that they're releasing out into the external digital world. And so that's changing the dynamic of who's taking some responsibility for that. And then I think the other thing we have to look at is, is those apps themselves, how do those apps, how do we ensure that those apps are trusted? How do we ensure that the development team verifies that those applications are free of vulnerabilities, they don't have identity and access management vulnerabilities baked into them, and that they've implemented the identity and access management foundation in those apps in a very secure manner? So those are some of the different changes that we're seeing. David, up front I talked about trust. And I know that you recently conducted a digital trust survey. What were some of the key findings of that study? So the, some of the key findings were basically in the range of about 95%. ISSA members found that digital trust uh, is on the decline. They absolutely believe that. They also believe it's eminently fixable. And so we found 97% of the ISSA members stated that they believe that more modern approaches to identity and access management using behavioral analytics, federated trust models, looking at and eliminating kind of the traditional constructs of usernames and passwords, um, that those are really the keys to a new framework for identity and access management. So the, the, the next generation technologies, behavioral analytics, federated trust model, where we're detecting risk and controlling it automatically, 
and where identity and access management is more embedded into the applications themselves is definitely key in what ISSA members believe is the future of identity and access management. Clearly, these findings very much support your view of modern IAM. Yes, that's correct. And, and yet at the same time, we all know why. It's not just my view. It's, it's all of our view, right? Because if you look at the compounding impact of data breaches, we're beginning to see a loss of online trust. A recent study by McKinsey said that we could be losing up to $3 trillion in lost economic growth from the digital economy as users become more thoughtful relative to who they're going to engage with online, which businesses they're going to consider, what applications they're going to interact with. It's no longer a world where we approach identity and access management from an inside-out model. Because if we look at it purely from the organizational perspective, we have to remember that the people on the other side of that that are accessing our applications now look at us and say, are you trusted? Can I trust your app? Can I trust your business? So that traditional concept of least privilege and really kind of looking at the security equation only on our side is now balanced by consumers and external users who, if they feel like your application, your organization isn't trusted, let's say you've suffered a major data breach or you have an overly permissive privacy policy, your competition is simply a mouse click away. So they can simply go to another party. David, let's bring this back to CA Technologies. What are you doing to help organizations evolve to modern identity and access management and at the same time preserve that frictionless customer security experience for the users? Right. Well, CA has a really comprehensive portfolio of identity and access management solutions and privileged access management solutions also that allow you to understand privileged users and do you have excessive privileges It allows you to do a lot of things to control those privileges, initiate session recording, blocks access that looks suspicious. So that's one category of solutions that we have. But in the identity and access management space, kind of in the more traditional IAM, what we've done is, is we have had a very, very large business in risk analytics for authentication for banking and credit card. In fact, we're one of the leading providers of banking and, and credit card fraud and risk solutions. And so we've taken the very advanced data science and analytics. And, and when we think about this, think of a personal experience where you've traveled somewhere and you've used a credit card when you're traveling and you've been able to go through a transaction that you're buying, buying a few hundred dollars of, of clothes on a trip somewhere and how easy that is today and how literally, you know, you're not always having to call the credit card company before you travel to get approval to use the credit card. That's because the behavioral analytics and the data science behind credit card transaction processing has advanced to the point where it can actually recognize that I happen to travel from time to time. I happen to travel to these different countries. And generally when I travel, I shop in a particular type of way. And my transactions are generally in this category. And so CA has built a profound set of data sciences and, and around this whole notion of understanding user behavior and analytics relative to the credit card uh, side of the equation. We've taken that technology and what we've done is we've said, you know, the exact same types of behaviors that we're looking for and the fraud that we're looking for and the risk that we're looking for is similar to the credit card model. So we've invested in and built a whole series of behavioral analytics for users both internal users like trusted users as well as external users like consumers of your applications. And in that context, we can look at things like device risk, IP risk, but more importantly, your behavioral pattern of the types of things you do 
over the normal course of a digital day or a digital week. And we can identify things that look maybe a little bit out of the normal. And then, and only then, when we identify things that are out of the normal, do we maybe step up the authentication and require maybe a one-time password or a push notification. So we're only introducing the friction in the process when we identify the risk. And so when you think of the traditional IAM approaches, we always kind of assumed that everybody was at risk and we had a tendency to default to these high friction scenarios. Literally, the best example is, is you know, you can't log into anything online on your computer unless you have your smartphone sitting next to you. And yet at the same time, I log into these same applications every single day um, from the same computer. So at CA, we're kind of the leading provider that provide the risk analytics solutions behind all of this so that we can actually only detect when we need to step up that authentication and then correspondingly reduce that risk as a result of that entire activity for the organization, which is what they want. From a user perspective, it's a better experience, which is absolutely essential for them. And from an organizational perspective, we're detecting and controlling risk, which is what they want. So we're balancing out both sides of this. And if you think of the size and scale of CA, just to give you an example, right, today we're processing and authenticating over a billion interactions a month, a trillion dollars worth of financial transactions a year. So we have a lot of large, large, large customers that use CA fundamentally to help them solve these complex problems in identity and access management and understanding the risk in those technologies and to help them solve the problems of privileged access management users. David, that's been a great overview. I'm going to thank you so much for your time and your insight today. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it very much. We've been talking about modern identity and access management. I've been speaking with David Duncan. He's Vice President of Product Marketing with CA Technologies. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.